Ryan Timms is making his much-anticipated World of Outlaws debut tonight. We'll talk about that, plus another win for Justin Peck and the weekend ahead for the Outlaws, Lucas, and USAC. Let's go. It's Friday, August 26th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. When the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars roll into River Cities tonight, there will be a notable entry in the field that I'm sure you've already heard and read a bunch about this week. Today is Ryan Tim's 16th birthday, and along with that and an approval process has come his eligibility to race with the Outlaws. Tim's is a young driver from Oklahoma that you've heard me mention a bunch on this show, and up to this point, he's done a lot of winning. And remember, today is just his 16th birthday. Tim's has spent the last few seasons racing a lot of high-level open-wheel stuff, including midgets and 360 and 410 sprint cars. And just a quick look through his resume to this point, and you'd find two wins in a USAC midget, three top tens in three starts in a USAC sprint car, five ASCS National Tour victories, plus sprint car wins with PowerEye, NOSA at Trophy Cup, and then earlier this season in weekly competition at Husits in a 410. When you want to talk about a young kid being prepared to debut against the best sprint car drivers in the world, few have been as prepared as Tim's is coming into their debut. He'll run tonight at River Cities, Saturday at Red River Valley, and then he'll head to Husets for their regular Sunday weekly show. His dad, Randy, tweeted they'll be on the road for the next two months, so a lot more racing is on tap as well. And somebody asked me if maybe they were following the Outlaws out west, and I have not seen that confirmed anywhere, but it wouldn't surprise me. And I feel like this is probably one of the more anticipated World of Outlaws debuts in a while. And remember, too, Tim's added fuel to this fire after he won at Husets in June, posing for a photo in front of a World of Outlaws trailer and tweeting, quote, they don't want that smoke. But remember, at the time, he was still 15 and not eligible to race. Looking at this weekend specifically, I think everything and anything is on the table in terms of possible results. If he were to run well, I don't think we'd be shocked. And if he were to run poorly, I don't think we'd be shocked. Tim's is talented for sure, but racing against the Outlaws is a completely different beast than anything he's done to this point. River Cities is a wild little joint, and to win there or just even get a good finish, I'll have to beat the best in the business. The last nine Outlaw races at the track have been won by Carson Macedo, Brad Sweet, Kyle Larson, Donnie Schatz, Logan Schuhart, and David Gravel. That's basically the top of the sport right now, sans maybe just a couple of names. And do I believe that Tim's has a legitimate shot to win this weekend? No, of course I don't. If he can get into the feature and run all the laps, I think he'll end up with a decent finish and that incredibly valuable experience he'll need as he goes forward. I think that will feel like a win from my perspective. I do think expectations will be high, though, and it'll be interesting to see how he handles them uh, tonight, tomorrow, and in the coming weeks. As for the Outlaws, Carson Macedo and David Gravel are coming in looking to shrink that points gap to Brad Sweet. Sweet's lead over Gravel right now is 60. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Donnie Shots. Donnie has a ton of past success at River Cities, and I think I'll agree with that one. Drop me a comment. Let me know how you think Tim's will do tonight against the best in the business. On to the All-Stars last night. I spent a good deal of time yesterday talking about Justin Peck and his chances to run down Tyler Courtney for the series championship following two straight victories. I think it'll certainly be a tall task, but not one that is impossible. And it won't be impossible if he continues to race like he did last night. Just for some backstory on what went down on Thursday, Jason Leffler was killed at Bridgeport in 2013, driving for Book Motorsports. So returning to that track is always going to be emotional for the 13 team. 
Going forward, though, Justin Peck's charge from 10th to the win last night will be a good memory that will hopefully make it easier for that team in the future. Brent Mark started on the pole, and with him and guys like Courtney and Anthony Macri starting towards the front, you figured it would have been one of them in line for the win. But Peck was really good, and he took the lead from Marks with 10 laps to go after charging through the field. And unfortunately for the 19, they suffered a flat rear, uh, right rear late and ended up in 15th. So the win will definitely aid Peck in his quest to run down Sunshine, but Courtney and that 7BC team won't make it easy. Last night was a perfect example of that. Sunshine was able to clip Anthony Macri late at the line last night and finish second to minimize any damage in the standings. Runs like that from the NOS team will keep the pressure on Peck in the coming weeks. And a hat tip to the Sam McGee-owned 11 team. In the past four races, they've had two different drivers in Corey Eliason and Anthony Macri as they wait for PPM to come back. And they've picked up finishes of 5th, 3rd, 3rd, and 3rd. With more PA tracks coming up, Macri will continue to be one to watch for win. The All-Stars are headed to Williams Grove tonight, Lincoln on Saturday, and Bedford on Sunday. The formula, uh, the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Lance DeWeese tonight at the Grove. I'm going to go Macri. I think he's going to be uh, just continue to be one of those guys who's going to be up front over the next several nights. At Davenport, Iowa last night, Jason Fager led a bunch of laps with the World of Outlaws lay models, but Devin Moran, who won at the track last season, I think was quite a bit better. Moran took the lead uh, on lap 29 and quickly got away from Fager, but it wasn't meant to be for Moran. A flat tire under a caution with six to go relegated the nine car to a 10th place finish. While out front with Moran out of the picture, uh, Fager was able to hold off Bobby Pierce on the last lap and score the $10,000 win. Fager hadn't won a World of Outlaws race since 2009. I can't believe that's not all over social media and all over the World of Outlaws press release today. Pierce and Tanner English joined Fager on the podium. I got asked this morning on Twitter if English has a chance to catch Dennis Herb Jr. for the championship. And while it's still mathematically possible, I don't believe it's very likely. Even with Herb finishing down in 11th last night, the gap to English is still 148 points. That's 74 positions with just 14 nights left. I think Herb would have to suffer some pretty serious bad luck for English to have a shot. Tonight at Davenport, the Outlaws will do it all over again for $10,000, and that will lead into Saturday's $30,000 to win big show. The formula likes Moran tonight, and I'll agree with what I saw last night. Also on the card tonight and tomorrow at Davenport with the Outlaws are the Extreme Outlaw Midgets. Zach Dom enters the night as the championship leader over Brenham Crouch and Bryant Wiedemann. We've had five different winners in five races so far this year with Taylor Reimer, Chance Crum, Jade Avedigian, Gavin Bochel, and Michael Pickens all victorious. I think this will be a kick-ass addition to these two race nights at Davenport, so don't sleep on the midgets. If you want to check out other late model racing this weekend, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is headed to Port Royal in Pennsylvania for two nights of racing. Tonight will feature two 5,000 to win features, with Saturday's heat races then set by Friday's results. The Saturday main event then pays $50,000 to the winner. That's a bump up from the $30,000 it paid last year. Jonathan Davenport is expected to race this weekend, and he comes in absolutely on fire. He's won five straight races with Lucas. And that includes the Crown Jewels, Silver Dollar Nationals, the North-South 100, and the Topless 100 last week. We'll see if that team can maintain their dominance. We're also watching that Lucas points battle. Tim McCready has con- uh, continued to slowly stretch away from Brandon Shepard and the Rocket team. Uh, and they're gonna start, uh, that Rocket team is going to start running out of race nights to reel T-Mac back in. Because of the split field format tonight, I'm not going to do win picks, uh, but Shepard and McCready should both be fast, not only tonight, but tomorrow. They lead the series in average finish over the last six races at Port. Davenport's recent past history at Port Royal himself is mixed, but he does have a win, uh, so don't count him out in any way either. 
Out in Indiana last night, SmackDown got underway at Kokomo, and surprise, surprise, Justin Grant dominated the main event. He started on the outside front row and led all 30 laps to earn his fifth win at Kokomo in his last six races. Kyle Cummins ended up second after a flat tire before the feature even started pushed him to the back of the field. He drove from 22nd to the podium. Robert Ballou was third on the night. The win for JG extended his points lead. Uh, That was also aided by a flat tire for Brady Bacon that left him with an 11th place run. USAC National Sprint Cars still have two more nights at Kokomo tonight and tomorrow to settle the SmackDown. The formula likes Cummins tonight. I think that's an interesting choice, especially after what we saw last night. I'm going to ride the hot hand, though, and pick Justin Grant again. Uh, Let me know where you're headed this weekend or what you'll be watching on the streaming services. A lot of good storylines to follow entering the weekend. And if you want to support what I'm doing here, head over to shop.dirttracker.com, grab some merch. It would certainly help my bank account, uh, and you'll get some cool stuff. Uh, If you uh, want to check out some stuff on the streaming schedule, looks like there are 33 shows on it for today, and there's a lot more to come this weekend. The highlights on the schedule include both World of Outlaws series on Dervision plus the Extreme Midgets, like I said. Flow Racing has the All-Stars, the SmackDown at Kokomo, and Lucas at Port Royal. Uh, And you can catch uh, a lot of local and regional racing across SpeedSport, Dirt Track Digest, and a bunch of others. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Enjoy the Dirt Racing weekend ahead. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on these videos. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. (laughs) 